want the money. I want the title. And I can get it because I'm already doing the work. You've thought it. Now it's time to actually believe it. You're listening to Her Next Career Move, the safe space where you'll learn how to stop your mind from career blocking you so you can claim the wealth and work you deserve. I'm Dr. Jasmine Escalera, a career-minded Latina turned Forbes featured coach, and I'm ready to have some candid conversations about how you can build the confidence to step into the career you know you deserve. All right, now let's get going. Hey, everybody, and welcome to a new episode of Her Next Career Move. And I have to tell you that this is a special one. I've been here in Miami for a few months now, but when I first got here, I got introduced to some amazing people. And this podcast guest has got to be on the tippy top of that list for me. She is the epitome of kindness positivity, and just has a spiritual presence that you gravitate towards. So it is no coincidence that when she opened up a program designed for people who want to up-level in their spirituality, I was like, hell yes. I also wanted to bring her on the podcast to talk to you about her spiritual journey and how she helps her clients, and in particular to talk about something that I am so excited to tap into with her as my coach, inner child healing, and how you can use inner child healing not just to really focus on your life and up-leveling your life, but also your career. So Miu, I am so excited for you to be here to chat with us about everything that you do and to really give us some guidance and support specifically on inner child healing. So Miu, come on down. Thank you. Thank you so much, Jasmine. This is just such a great opportunity and I'm really grateful. And I just want to say I honor you for the work that you're doing out in the world. You are such an empowering force for women to up-level and improve their lives, improve their careers, and to really find the passion that they're looking for. So hats off to you, sister. You're doing an amazing job. Oh, thank you so much. And I, I say the same about you. You are a force. You are a presence. And I am just so thrilled that we found each other and that we're in each other's lives. And it's it's funny because we actually got to share the stage with each other a few weeks ago at the Reina event, which was so much fun. Oh, my God. Yes, absolutely. It was amazing. Yeah, it was so great just to be able to share the stage with you and to talk about, we were talking about work-life balance and just being able to stop any forms of burnout that women traditionally feel and how to really cultivate the lifestyle that we want, which was really awesome. Yeah, absolutely. It was great to share the stage with you. You have so much knowledge and wisdom and to be on that stage with you and to really help women. I got so much feedback from women from our, our presentation, how it uplifted them and filled them with with knowledge and tips on what they could do in their life to improve their self-love and to improve their focus. And so it was a win-win overall. So I'm so grateful we got to do that together. Awesome. And so grateful to have you here. So Mio, I want to jump right on in because I would love to hear 
really, what is, how would you explain what you do? Because it's, it can sometimes be hard to explain how you help someone spiritually progress, how you help someone really tap into these deep parts of them. So how would you describe the work that you do? How would you describe your business? Give us the intro. And I'd also love to know, why did it happen? What's the story of how your business evolved? Absolutely. Thank you. Yeah. No, I mean, you know, I, I, I do a lot, <laughs> but the biggest, the, the umbrella under which my work all exists is the umbrella of self-love. Everything falls under self-love. It's the foundation, I believe, to everything in life. Without self-love, you cannot build the life of your dreams. You may be able to build a life that looks like something like your dreams, that may feel like something like your dreams, but is it really the life of your dreams? You won't be able to achieve that until you have self-love. And that's what I learned in my own journey. So the reason that I started Divine Journey is because everything that I experienced in my life, the good, the bad, the ugly, the circumstances, the letdowns, the opportunities, it all led me to finding myself and to really learning how to love myself. And when I finally did that, I went a step further and I became certified as a transformational trainer. And through my certification, I realized that this is what I wanted to do in the world. This is what I wanted to dedicate my time to, which was empowering others, teaching others, guiding others with anything that I could give them, any tools that I have used in my own journey to transform in order for them to transform their lives. And I'm a strong believer that everything that we're looking for outside of ourselves is within us. So I work with the inner child, with self-love. I'm very big on vibration and raising our vibrational frequency and ways and methods to do that. And I also believe really strongly in harmonizing our feminine and masculine energies within and so I do a lot of that in my work as well. So it's a medley of all the modules and all the things that I've used in my past that are, are tools for people to, to gain that same transformation in their lives. I love how you talked about self-love because we always really hear that. You have to love yourself first, right? You have to really be in love with you. But self-love is actually really difficult to achieve. It's pretty challenging. And you have to really look at different dark parts of yourselves and sometimes hard parts of yourself in order to achieve that level of self-love. What's your self-love journey? Like, how did you really transform or did you have to go through that transformation of loving yourself? Yeah. Well, you know, it's funny that you say that, that you mentioned that because it's true. A lot of people find self-love challenging because what people are actually doing is, is practicing self-care, thinking that it's self-love. And self-love, you're right, it is much deeper than that. So I consider self-love to be a practice and a, and a way of being. It's something that you practice on a day-to-day. -day. It's something that you integrate like a mindfulness practice that you would do every morning. Self-love is a daily practice that you do morning, evening, you know, every day. And so for me, what happened in my story is when I was four years old, my parents divorced. And I believe that my dad left because I was no longer lovable. He didn't love me anymore. As a four-year-old, I didn't know any better. So that's the belief that I made inside of me. And it really, really affected me throughout my life. I didn't know that I had made that belief until later, but it came out in my relationships. It came out in my careers. It came out in my job selections, in my, in my school. It came out everywhere. I was the unlovable one, the unworthy one. 
And I would always put myself last. I would always put myself down. I had really low self-esteem, really, really low confidence, and it affected all areas of my life. And so it started really when I was that young and I didn't realize it until much, much later in life when I started doing transformational work and going really deep and doing spiritual healing and, and, and psychological healing that I was able to find my inner child and realize that it was all within me all along. And so there was a lot, a long time where I was looking for a father in my relationships with men, in particular romantic relationships, because I didn't have, I didn't feel like I had a father growing up. And so all those connections were made. And then I finally realized that the only person that could give me what I wanted or what I needed was me. And it wasn't until I made that realization and and found that within myself that my whole entire life transformed for the better. Wow, that's such a deep story. And thank you so much for sharing it. It's I, I can I can connect to that in many different ways, that feeling of wanting and desiring love outside of yourself and how that can change how you see relationships and even move through relationships because you are trying to get and then keep that love that you didn't have as a child. Absolutely. And, you know, it's a sense of lack and scarcity before you even realize what that is. You know, before you even consciously develop those those ideas in your mind, you're already coming across in your life as that, as I lack. I don't have this or that. I don't have a father. I don't have a family unit. And so I was always the one that was like left out of the circle or or the family trips or didn't take family trips because my mom didn't afford it. And so all the other people were doing that. And so I was always like the one left out, the one outside of the circle and psychologically and emotionally and spiritually and physically in all areas, it affects uh, you. It, it affected me. And so it wasn't until I was able to make the connection between me then and me now that I was really able to heal myself from within. So it sounds to me like your own self-love journey was truly what started your business. That's exactly right. I love it. Exactly. My my pain became my medicine and I was able to, you know, teach what I know. That's, you know, I, I'll never teach anyone anything that I haven't been through myself. I love that philosophy so much. And it's something that I tell to people all the time is that the reason why I'm always working on myself is that I cannot work on anyone else unless I take myself through the transformation. So it's really awesome to hear that that's something that you were considering and thinking about is how do I take all this knowledge that I've learned and put it into practice to support others? So that's beautiful. Thank you. Absolutely. I mean, you know, when I was being trained as a transformational trainer and certified, I had no idea what I wanted to do. I just knew that, that I wanted to help people. And everyone in my in my cohort, in my group, all had like a specialization. They all had a reason why they were taking the program. I was taking it because I just wanted to help people. And it wasn't until about two weeks after I graduated that I had like a download, like a, like a channeling of this information just dropped into my mind. And it was like divine journey. You're meant to do this, self-love, inner child healing you know, workshops, circles, programs, retreats. And I just wrote it all down in one shot. And I realized, okay, this is what I'm meant to do. I found my calling. This is what I want to do for the rest of my life. Oh, that's so beautiful. I love it. Yeah, I, I'm with you on that calling and on that journey for sure. And I'd love to hear about some of your clients. Like, is there a particular client? I'm sure there are so many, but is there a particular client story or a success story that you would like to share showing their own transformation of self-love before we start to dig into telling everyone how they can start to do it? Yeah, well, you know, 
primarily my clients, they've experienced so many different benefits. But one of the biggest benefits that I can talk about is like saving relationships. I just had a recent client that did my resilience program and then she did private coaching with me. And before she started the program, her and her husband were deeply and strongly considering divorcing after just one year of marriage. And after the program and after coaching with me, they have reconnected, re um, recommitted their vows to each other and are stronger than ever and are happy and moving forward with their marriage. And so that's how powerful this work is when you really do the work within, because she was blaming everything on him. You know, she was blaming everything on him. She was looking at him as the source of her pain. And it wasn't until we did this deep inner child work and the work that we do in the program that she was able to find out and realize that the person that was hurting was herself and, and the things that she needed were inside her. And when she was able to do that healing, it transformed her relationship completely. And they have a newfound love and understanding and appreciation for each other. So that's the type of stuff that I'm doing when I work with people. And it just really fills me up. I wouldn't rather be doing anything with my time. <laughs> I love that. How you said it's it's about the relationships, you know, and that almost kind of makes me think about your story where it's you talked about seeking love externally and about relationships and about how your story affected your relationship. So sorry to put the pieces of the puzzle together here. We really got to dig deep in order to have the life we want today. Exactly. It really is it's a deep process and a lot of people are fearful of taking this process on. But that's why it's important to find mentors, guides, coaches, spiritual leaders, people that have already walked this path that can support you in doing this work. Because sometimes it's really scary to go into the dark closet that has all the cobwebs, you know? But what I tell my clients is like, I hold your hand and I hold the flashlight and we go in together and we figure this out, you know? And so first you got to acknowledge whatever it is that you're carrying inside you. And then you got to address it, address the issues, whatever they are, the traumas, the thing, the emotional issues that, that are there for you, that are real for you. And then we get to heal it, really just heal it and, and give yourself what you need and then transform it, replace those negative old or toxic patterns and replace them with new healthy practices and habits that support you in living the life that you want and living an optimal life and a, and a life full of joy and love. I love that. I love that process. I cannot wait to do the process with you. And I want to dive in because you're talking about going deep. You're talking about going into those dark places, holding the flashlight with your clients. And I have done some inner child work and some inner child healing, but I'd love for you to talk us through what is inner child work? What is inner child healing? And how is it going into those dark places? Inner child healing is really about the concept that the child that you were at one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, all those ages is still a part of you today. So I, I use the example of an oak tree. And if you look at a, the trunk of an oak tree, you'll see all the rings and you can tell how old the oak tree is by the rings that it has. And so if you picture all your ages of, of your life, all the ages you've ever been and you'll ever be as those rings, they're all inside you. And so that four-year-old girl that was left by her father is still within me and she'll always be within me, you know, and I'll always have an opportunity to 
go there and, and connect with her and support her and give her what she needs so that she doesn't feel like she's unloved. And so everyone has that opportunity with inner child work. And so unresolved traumas, negative beliefs, imposter syndrome, self-sabotage, limiting behaviors, all those things stem from experiences that we had from the ages of zero to seven and even up to the age of 12. So it's digging into those past experiences as a way of determining how your current self is engaging or reacting to particular situations. Exactly. So by addressing those needs and those emotional wounds that you had as a child, you're able to now learn how to prioritize your well-being, how to set healthy boundaries, how to set healthy goals, and create more fulfilling experiences in your life, uh, make better choices for yourself, learning how to put yourself first instead of putting yourself last, learning to say no instead of being everyone's yes man. You know, there's a lot of benefits that come from developing yourself from within and healing yourself from within because you become more powerful, you become more confident, and you're able to navigate your, your world more confidently. How interesting. Yeah, this is really deep. And I I love how you're talking about giving your inner child, that child person of you, whatever it was that they feel they needed that they didn't get at that time. And that's something that came up for me when I did some inner child work previously was my little version of me had to grow up really fast and grow up really early. And so what kept coming up for me with my inner child was fun. I want to have fun. I want to play. I want to have friends. I want to go outside. I want to do things instead of having responsibilities. Oh, yeah. That's a big one. That's a very common one. Oftentimes, a lot of us had traumatic or emotional experiences growing up, or we had a single parent or, or something like that. We had to become a parent. We had to step into adulthood at a very early age, and we missed out on childhood experiences. We missed out on fun. Um, oftentimes, like in my experience, you know, we couldn't afford certain fun experiences. So, you know, we were left out of those things oftentimes. So now as an adult, then you're like, oh, my inner child needs fun. So this work is about finding balance and harmony, right? And so, yes, your inner child may need fun and, and there's ways of giving it to them without creating like issues or, or regrets in your, in your adult life. Because as we know, we can't just, you know, have fun, like make every day like a party because we have to, you know, work and, and have responsibilities and have commitments and obligations and different things. And so it's about really finding that balance and that harmony to make life fun and to find fun and enjoyment in everything you do. And to hear yourself and hear your inner child's needs, you know, do they need a break? Do they need to rest? Do they need acknowledgement? And they meaning you, you know, meaning yourself. Do I need acknowledgement? Do I need a break? And giving yourself those moments um, and making it fun along the way, you know, but it's really about finding that balance and that harmony within it. Okay. So you mean that I can't just be giving my inner child all the fun she wants all the time? Like, (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, well, you can, you can if you want to, but you know, it's just, it, it's really what matters for you, what, what makes sense for you and what's going to heal you and bring you healing and, and bring you closer to the life of your dreams. If it means learning how to have fun because you've never been able to have that opportunity, then I would say, yeah, go for it. If it means going against your boundaries and, and, and doing something that maybe might not 
work for you or might not make you feel good at the end, then I would say, okay, let's think about this. Let's think of it from a, from a more balanced and harmonized way. I love that. Yeah. And I do have a question for you. You know, we're really thinking about how best to progress in our lives as women of color. And there are so many different barriers that we face every single day. But it also seems like we're carrying an immense amount of trauma that isn't even always our trauma. So when we think about inner child healing, we're kind of thinking about that little girl whose needs haven't been met and how we can address those. But how does like the family trauma also play into inner child healing or does it? I'm just curious. Yes, that's so important. And so I always say the work that we do with inner child healing and with self-love, it affects seven generations back and seven generations forward. And so what ends up happening when you go deep into your inner child, when you start really healing those wounds, a lot of those wounds are familial and they are inherited from past generations and our ancestors. And so when we start to do that healing, we're actually interrupting the pattern. We're actually healing it and not allowing it to continue to to carry forth into the next generations. And so it really is a type of ancestral healing. I don't specialize in ancestral healing, but I do know that this work is so deep. And so when you work on your inner child, you're oftentimes working on the relationship with your mother, your father. You're also working on grandparents' relationships, siblings. And so there's a lot of aspects there that have to do with your family tree and the generations that came before you. And so when you do that healing, you're actually improving the future generation's experiences because you're not going to be carrying that trauma anymore. You're not going to be carrying that abuse or toxicity that came from your past. I love that. And that's the major reason why I started my journey with inner child healing and with my spiritual healing is because I really, truly want it to end. (laughs) I really want it to end at some point. And I feel as though part of the work that I'm doing here on this earth, in this body, is helping my family to heal. So I love how you talked about that, how it can be seven generations back and seven generations forward, because it, it really truly puts a stamp on it where it's like, it's not just me that I'm healing, I'm healing others and I'm healing the future in my family. Absolutely. It's you're healing the pattern and you're stopping the pattern from continuing to replay. You're making it conscious because a lot of time what happens with inner child work is that we're carrying this stuff subconsciously and unconsciously. We're not aware of it. And so we just inherit these ways of being. We just inherit these traumas. We just inherit these familial, you know, cultural things that come from our family. And we just live our lives and we operate that way. And it's not until we do this deep work that we're able to really see what they are, see those things, heal them and transform them and and make them conscious and know what they are. So then they're no longer carried forward to to the future generations. Now, inner child work sounds like some really deep work. And I hope that everyone is sensing that this is something that you need to do. When we're talking here about careers and the workplace, How does inner child healing translate to our careers, how we show up in our careers, and how could it really benefit that area of our lives? Absolutely. So primarily, like for me, I'll use myself as as an example. When I was able to heal this and, and gain deeper understanding of myself and my emotional patterns, I was able to release the old traumas. I was able to transform negative beliefs about myself and others. I was able to 
develop greater awareness of myself and self-compassion. And so all of this affects your, your ability to navigate your life, your relationships, your careers, your, your projects. And so if you're able to improve your emotional well-being, it increases your capacity for intimacy. It increases your capacity for connection. You live a more fulfilling life, a more authentic life. You're able to speak your truth. How often do women, when they're at the negotiating table, they stay quiet and they don't speak their truth and they don't say their needs because they don't want to rock the boat? You know, what if you were coming from a centered space within yourself, a grounded center that said, I deserve this and, and I get to have this, you know, and you can speak from an authentic, truthful place that's not about competition. It's just about fairness and about what really you need as, as an individual, as a human being. And so all that work comes from the work that you do within yourself to cleanse yourself, to heal yourself, to transform those things within you. So then you can be better in your life. I love it. So it can help you to give yourself what you need from the past self to really be able to speak up for your needs today and to have that confidence to do it. That's absolutely right. And it and it trickles into everything, not just career, but in your romantic relationships, in your relationships with your parents, with your family, with your friends. This work, it really... It helps you transform your reality so you're no longer the victim of your circumstances, but you're now the creator of your reality. You're an active participant with the universe co-creating your life. I love that. Active participant, not a victim. Absolutely. I am a quitter, and I want you to be one too. Join the Professional Quitters, my exclusive group coaching program and community for women of color job seekers who are ready to hand in their resignation letters, quit the careers, jobs, and companies that are not aligned with their goals and values and start making up to 50% more in their new paycheck. I want to teach you the foundations of quitting, and it starts with that new job. Get more info on the Professional Quitters group coaching program by clicking the link in the show notes. It's going to feel damn good when you finally quit. So let's get you there. Do you have any sort of personal stories about how your spiritual journey, inner child healing affected you in your career? Well, one, one big one or the main one is if it wasn't for this work that I did with myself, I wouldn't have started my company and become an entrepreneur and, and have been doing this for the last five years and never looked back. Prior to that, I was bouncing through careers. You, I would have had you, I would have hired you as a coach in a heartbeat back then because I was just bouncing from career to career. I had no focus, no, no vision. I didn't know what I, what I was good at. I didn't know what to do. So I worked in every industry you could imagine. And one of the things that trickled in as far as my emotional trauma with my father was a lot of times, um, and this, I, I don't really talk about that often, but I would find a, like a father figure in my bosses. So it would create this really weird um, dynamic in that I would look up to them like a father figure and then that I wanted that kind of validation from them. And so it was like, I would almost become like, at their whim, you know, like, oh, just anything you say I'll do so that I can make you happy. And so that 
you know, I don't, I don't rock the boat so that you could love me in quotation marks, you know? Um, and so that trickled into my jobs and I saw that it was a very toxic pattern that I was creating in my, in my workplace. Well, your story really sounds very similar to mine in that when I started my spiritual journey is when I started to say, like, I'm not going to tolerate these kinds of toxic workplaces. I'm not going to continue to bounce around and I'm going to focus more on what is it that I really want. And that's what led me to my business as well, even though I didn't know that was where I was going to go when I started the journey. But so it sounds like these spiritual practices, inner child healing can lead you to clarity. And a lot of people in the career space are wondering, what should I be doing? What should I be doing next? I feel misaligned. I feel like I don't have purpose. And it sounds like doing some inner work could actually lead you to the answer to, of, to that question of what's, what's next or what should I be doing? Absolutely. So a lot of us, we're used to your way right away, right? And so we, we want the topical solution. We want the antibiotic. We want the the quick fix of, you know, what do I have to buy? Who do I have to talk to? What do I have to do to get this done? And, and what we're talking about here, it goes a lot deeper than that. If you really want to transform your life and transform all aspects of your life and not only transform it, but become the creator of it, then you really got to go deep and go into the root of it. I believe in going to the root of the issue so that you don't only address it and acknowledge it, but that you also eradicate it, that you're able to pull out the roots and really you know, plant something there that actually benefits you in the future, that actually supports you and supports your growth. And so a lot of us out there are looking for that quick fix, but it isn't until you're able to go deep and really take the time to do the inner work that you're really able to get the best results. I love that. Yeah. It's the inner work that really truly matters. So I have to ask you, if someone is here listening, which I'm sure everyone is and saying, damn, I need to do some inner work. I really need <laughs> to look at this, this little version of me. I need to tend to her needs so I can figure out what I really need. If somebody really wants to do this level of work, you mentioned at the beginning of the episode, you know, having spiritual guides, having guides, having mentors, what do you suggest for someone or even how did you start this? journey, how can we begin the process of trying to tend to ourselves from that inner child space? Absolutely. It really is about educating yourself. Educate yourself before starting. You know, understand what the inner child is. Understand how it works. Find resources. You know, one of my resources, and I, I apply her work and, and use her work in my work to this day. She was one of the creators of inner child healing, um, is Louise Hay. If you can get your hands on on her on her work, she's so powerful. All of her work is so powerful. But you know, find books, videos, educate yourself, find understand what inner child healing is. And then I would say find someone to support and to walk this journey with you whether it's a mentor, a coach, a therapist, a healer, a guide. Inner child healing is a powerful process, but it can be intense and it can be potentially triggering. So you got to find the right person to work with that understands these things and that can guide you and support you in a really compassionate and, and healthy way for your journey. Then I would say, you know, start practicing mindfulness. This life that we live, you know, we want to go, 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 do, do, do. We're in the masculine energy all the time. It's about bringing a little bit of that feminine energy in, bringing that, that energy of stillness, of being, of implementing those mindfulness tools, whether it's tuning into yourself, 
taking a few moments in the day and meditating, journaling, doing breath work, whatever those, those practices are for you, but getting mindful, starting to connect with your inner child. You know, if you're walking by a park one day and it's your lunch break and you see a swing and you have the urge to get on the swing, but usually you'd say no and walk away, give yourself that opportunity. Go, go to the swing for 10 minutes and, and play around a little bit. Start connecting with your inner child. And lastly, and the biggest one, the most important is to be patient and compassionate with yourself. You're only human. Like it's all going to make sense eventually, but if you're hard on yourself and if you're, you're criticizing yourself and judging yourself through the way, it's going to be painful. So just be compassionate for yourself. Know that you're on the path, you're taking the steps and you're going to get there. It's just going to take one step at a time. Absolutely. Oh my God. I love all of those tips. I tell my clients all the time, grace and compassion first. Grace and compassion to self. We we have to do that. I mean, because you're right. We are humans and we're engaging with other humans who aren't maybe going through the same process that we are. So they sometimes spew their stuff onto us, I find. <laughs> and that can be really hard. But yes, I love that. I love that grace and compassion. And actually going back to your program, one of the reasons why I have decided to work with you is, is what you were talking about first with the feminine energy. So being a business owner, and you'll know this as a business owner, although I'm sure you're better at this than I am, <laughs> we, we tap so much into the negative energy. And I think as a career woman, it's very similar. Get things done. And we think that the strategy and the get things done is what's going to get give us the success we're looking for. But it's that unique balance between the feminine and the masculine. And I think in this country, in this world, we sometimes lose our connection to our femininity. And that's why I'm working with you is to reconnect to that part of myself, to accept more femininity from me and just to to try out being more feminine, which sounds which sounds weird to say, but it it's true. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, even a step further, Jasmine, and I totally understand what you're saying, but even a step further, it's about like tapping into your feminine energy. We're programmed. It's not your fault. It's not anyone's fault who's listening. We're programmed through society, through generation upon generation upon generation that taught us to produce to produce for the industrial revolution, to produce for our communities, to, you know, uh, become something, do something, be something. And so it's programmed in us. We wake up in the morning and we're like, okay, what do we got to do? What's next? This, this, to-do list, check this off, do this, do this. And that's all masculine energy. But what I teach my clients and what I always say to everyone and whoever's listening is, do you know that you can get so much more done when you do nothing? <laughs> It sounds counterintuitive, but believe me, if the time that you spend sitting and meditating, going inward, journaling, uh, self-reflecting, brainstorming, envisioning, the time you spend doing those things, resting, you know, giving your, your time, your, your brain, your, your body time to rest, that time is worth more than all the time you spend running around like a chicken with their head cut off, running errands and checking to-do lists and burning yourself out. It costs more than gold that time that you spend just being and, and being in your feminine energy. And so what people don't realize is that all that that you do when you're just being and going inward and reflecting and resting and, and, and brainstorming and reflecting, all of that is what fuels your everything else that you want to do. 
your masculine energy, your, your, your projects, your programs, your life, your, your things, all of that fuels it. It's like the gas for the car. And so what we want to do is we want to drive the car without ever putting gas in it. We just want to keep driving, 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 going, going, going. But what happens is that the car breaks down because the car needs gas. It needs a tune up. It needs, it needs a change of tires. And so you got to be able to give yourself that so that you can be more productive. And so it's a little bit of a shift. It's a paradigm shift. But once you make that shift and you start really practicing it in your life, oh my gosh, life becomes so sweet. It's just such a beautiful journey at that point because then you're giving yourself what you need and you're, you're actually becoming more and doing more for others because of it. You're able to be more for your communities. You're able to give more from a place of happiness and joy and love versus a place from resentment and burnout. Absolutely. I love that. And, you know, I have to say, I mean, you just laid a whole sermon on us. Um, <laughs> but it's one of the things I tell my clients, too, is like when you feel stuck, stop. When you feel like you're not sure, just give yourself a break. Because I've always found that the most interesting concepts and ideas come at me when I'm walking my dog. When oh my I gosh, am yes. yeah, just out in nature, breathing air, giving him an opportunity to do whatever it is that he wants to do. But it's like those are the moments where I get the best ideas, where I also feel the most fulfilled. Exactly. You know, <laughs> I'm a huge advocate of walks. Walks. Just when you're when you're battling something, when you're challenged by something, when you can't figure out, when you're overwhelmed, just drop everything, leave your phone behind and go for a 20-minute walk. And trust me, by the time you get back, you'll have clarity, you'll feel better. I'm a big believer of going to, to sit on the grass for 20 minutes or 30 minutes and, and just sit there and breathe and look at the trees and look at the sky and look at the look at the animals around you. Do that for 20, 30 minutes a day and your whole life is going to transform because you're giving yourself time to reflect. You're connecting to nature. Nature has transformative and healing powers. If you sit down on the ground in, in a park, let's say, or in a patch of grass, if you sit down on the ground for 20 minutes, it removes toxins from your body. It it balances your, your it alchemizes you, if you will. Um, it has so many health benefits to that, but also it just clears your mind. It helps you gain focus. So yes, taking a walk, going outside, walking your dog, these things that we find, it sounds like mundane to us or like just a thing to do. Actually, those are the moments, you know, how many of us have had a, a, a aha moment while we're taking a shower, you know, and it's just a very like reflective healing process. You're just there in the shower, experiencing the water. And all of a sudden, bam, that idea hits. It's because you're giving your, your brain that moment to reflect, to, to relax, to, to be able to have that moment of, of reflection. And so I'm a strong believer in that. Definitely. Yeah, I say that, you know, my dog has actually been my biggest healer for me because he makes me leave my desk. He makes me think about something outside of myself and he makes me get outside and breathe air. And that's, you know, one of the biggest benefits to my life has been having him in it to break the patterns. And, you know, when it comes to your to your career, everything that you said is still applicable, right? <laughs> Taking yes. walks in the middle of the workday can help you decompress from toxic workplaces or from that manager that is being yes. an asshole. It can also help you understand a little bit more how to move forward in a project or a process. It can help with blockers. So all of these mindset rituals and mindset things that you're talking about, they are 
utilized in your life and your career is a part of your life to help move you forward and to be your this most successful version of you. So I love that you laid all of those out. And I just want to preface that use it not just for your life, but it will also help your career and do it during your workday as well. Absolutely. If you can take out of that hour that you have for lunch, 30 minutes to eat and, you know, get your needs met, but then take another 30 minutes and go for a walk, sit down under a tree, just relax, you know, read a little bit of a book, do some journaling and give yourself that moment. And you'll see by the time you get back to whatever you were doing, you'll have so much more clarity. You'll have so much more bandwidth to, to come back and deliver and create more than you were before you left. I love it. Mio, thank you so much for this. I always like to ask at the end of every episode, and this is really a good one because we're talking about the younger version of ourselves, but I would love to know what advice would you give to your younger career self? Is there something that you would tell this version of you that you wish you had known back then? Oh, yes, girl. That is such a good question. I would tell my younger self to invest time in building relationships with colleagues, with mentors, with industry experts, with people that are going to be your network of support in your professional career so that you can access resources and insights and opportunities that will advance you in anything that you're doing and to achieve your goals because alone, we we don't thrive alone. We're tribal creatures, you know? The lone wolf doesn't survive. And so we're meant to be in community and in the tribe. And so building that tribe from an early age would have really benefited me. And also the other thing I would have said to my younger self is really just follow your passions, like what it is you're passionate about, what lights you up, follow that thread and follow it until you reach the end of that thread. Because I made a lot of decisions based on what society expected of me and what I thought was needed in order to make money and to have that paycheck and to have that title. And I feel like I could have I could have created something different for myself, something that made me happier. And so I would have definitely told my younger self, go for what you're passionate for. Yes, 110% on both points, on cultivating a professional network, connecting with people, and yes, to listening to that inner part of ourselves. I know that it can be very, very difficult for women of color, for people from different cultural backgrounds. There's so many different expectations on women and on women of color in terms of what they do in every aspect of their lives. We could probably create a whole podcast on just that. Oh, yes, girl. (laughs) So I'm glad you brought that up. Like, follow the inner part of you. So thank you so much, Mia, for this wonderful episode. We have got to end by you telling us how do people get in contact with you? How do we find out all of the great ways we can connect with you and work with you? Great. Well, thank you so much. And I'm, you know, you can find me on all the platforms, but primarily on my website at miosantana.com. That's M-I-O like Oscar, S-A-N-T-A-N-A.com. And you'll find all my information there. I'm on Instagram at Mio underscore Santana. And um, yeah, you can find information about my resilience program. It's an eight-week self-love program and on all my practices and, and coaching there. 
I love it. And I will be in the next cohort of the Resilience Program. So I'm very excited to join you and to do all of this amazing work to yes. everyone. I know it's going to be really great. I, I'm ready, girl. I am ready to crack open and just spill it all out. So I hope the other group members are ready for it too. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And, you know, I'm so glad you said that because that's the type of, of intention that you need to have going into any type of work like this, any type of transformational, deep healing work. You really need to have the desire, the intention. You need to be ready to burn the burn the boats behind you and move forward so that you can really, really grab the reins of your life and transform your life. So with that kind of energy, with that kind of intention, I guarantee you're going to have so many breakthroughs and I'm so excited for you. Oh, yeah. And I will definitely be talking about all of those breakthroughs as I go through the program here on the podcast, because when I make breakthroughs and create breakthroughs with amazing women like me and the women who are going to be in the program, I love to share it here because it helps our listeners. So be on the listen and on the lookout for that. And me, thank you so much again for joining us. You have been a true blessing to me and to my life. Thank you so much, Jasmine. This has been such a pleasure and honor. And for all of you out there, just never give up. Keep moving forward. Keep loving yourself through the process. And this too shall pass. You'll get through it. Awesome. Thank you so much to all of the listeners. This was such an impactful and amazing episode. Please go to the show notes to check out all of the information about Miu and the Resilience Program to learn more about upcoming cohorts that she's doing and great things that are happening in her space. And we thank you for sure for listening in and Figure out a way to get on the swing today. How can you get on the swing? How can you have a little bit of fun? And how can you let that inner child out today? Until next time, y'all. That's all for today's show. Now that you know what you know, it's your move. So girl, get out there and make it. And if you have suggestions for topics you'd like me to talk about in the next episode, perhaps something that might help you get unstuck, then let me know by sending a DM on our Instagram page at her next career move. Don't forget to leave us a rating and subscribe to the show to support our movement to flood the work world with dope women of color ready to take it over.